1 Corinthians 13. Have you all been on it? Yes. You um, say it uh, in the morning and you say it before you retire. And uh, last week you were to put your name in it and say, um, Glenda is kind, Glenda is patient, Glenda is long-suffering, um, Felicia does not hold a wrong, she does not, she see the good in everything, yes, you, yeah, you, are. <laughs> uh, stop, Ava, uh, so she said, I agree, I agree, I agree, amen, so those are the things that you're speaking over yourself, because everything that's in that love scripture, or in that Scripture in regards to love is everything that you'll need for your marriage and everything that you need, um, even just for life. Amen. But even the more as you find yourself coming together, you and another person coming together, amen, to make one union. Amen. And God has set himself to be a part of that to help us in our coming together. Amen. So last week we had some questions. And we had our cards, right? And um, I'm just going to go over the questions right quick again because from there, um, that's where that's 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 where we're going to be working from today. Um, um, the first question was, how um, are both how are both of your relationships? Yeah, um, how is your relationship with Christ? And then the. Uh, each of you were to answer, how is your relationship with Christ? And then um, do you both put regular effort into the success of your marriage? Is your spouse supportive of your dreams and desires? Is your spouse attentive to your needs? Do you pray for your spouse and with your, your spouse every day? Do you argue with your spouse more than you s spend not arguing? Do you tell your spouse you love them every day? Um, are you more attentive to your child's needs than your spouse's needs? Do you have a group of supportive friends or couples who share the same belief as you? Um, and do, you e do each of you have an outlet or place to grow your own individual interests and walks uh, with God? And then the last question was, do you, do you both have a church you attend regularly? Okay? All righty. Um, so inside of asking those questions, what we were, the conclusion that we were coming to is that if any of these sound like something you're struggling with, we want to take a moment and we want to pray for your marriage. We want to take a moment and pray um, for even yourself daily and your spouse and specifically ask God to open your heart and move you toward a more fruitful place inside of those um, areas of concern. So I'm not going to ask you all to specifically tell me anything, but just in answering the questions, did you find any place inside of answering the questions where you know that you need to specifically target your um, request toward God and even yourself that you have to allow yourself to let 1 Corinthians 13 really cover your marriage? Any did you find any of the questions that you know that there's something that, you know, that's something that you need to really give prayer to and also be more aware of? Okay, nobody's shaking their head, so I guess everybody's good.
but just in looking at your card, you saw that there was there, that there is something that you that you um, want to give more prayer to and also be uh, more mindful of that, you know, in that area, you all can be more fruitful. Uh huh. There is one. Mm-hmm. Um, the question was, uh, do you pray for your spouse and with your spouse every day? Well, when you all have like situations that may come up, like in the home, or do do you all pray together then? Okay, yeah, y'all need to incorporate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because you know how sometimes there's something that may happen with um, the kids, or something that happens in the home, or just something that, or even with the situation, like you're believing for. Um, another area of uh, that's the, see the prayer of agreement between a married couple. The enemy hates it. Oh my goodness! When uh, when a married couple come together and pray, the prayer of agreement will will just it, it it'll just set him on a run. The father meant exactly what he said when he said, "When two of us come together." Um, touching anything in the earth, that he'll be in the midst of us. What better two than the husband and the wife? What better two that knows what, I mean, if, there, if there's something that's happening in the home that like finances, children, or something like that, who better going to get out after it than the, the couple that's in it and standing in faith for it? What better person to have an agreement with you than the person that's in there with you want, you know? So, amen. Yeah, prayer of agreement. You want to make sure that you allow that weapon, that power source to be active in your home, in your marriage. Okay? Uh, Anybody else? Do you... uh, how how open are you all with each other about your dreams and desires? Can you say that your mate, your spouse, that person, you know, know what your dreams and desires are? Yeah, you all. Remember now that person that you that you're. Um, that you're with, they should they should be able to support your dreams and your desires. If I have to go outside of my marriage to get support for my dreams and my desires, I've told you that's how many times men get in extramarital affairs. Because they have outside sources that support their dreams and desires. If he can't if he or she cannot get the support from you and they get it from somebody else, then your relationship is going to be in trouble. They have to be able to come and share that with you. If somebody else start to, you know, boosting their ego and making them feel good about what they're going to do, then they're always going to be going to that person to get what they need. 
And that's how those situations, I told you all um, in one of our other sessions, this is how the secretary takes, get the boss and the secretary get all entangled together. You know why? Because he's always going to her about his dreams and desires. And she's there to meet what he needs. And she's not telling him about, but you didn't pay the, and you didn't pay the. She's just saying, oh, yes, sir, Mr. Mr. Foster. Wait, 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 No, no, not me. Right? Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Watts. What, what, and you know, I have that in, oh, that was just fantastic what you said the other day. Oh, just streaking, streaking his ego. You know what I'm saying? Everybody need it. Then when I come home to you, it's like, so you didn't put out that garbage. Remember the garbage? You see, the house, it stinks. He wants to go back to work now. (laughs) You know what? I left something at the job. No, you ain't left nothing at the job. (laughs) Yeah, but we have to keep, you know what I'm saying? You have to, you you know, amen. Yeah, you got to watch that, amen? The only person that tell me I smell good is the guy in the cubicle next to me. All you talk about is, so you you didn't pay the light bill again? We have to be mindful of our conversations with one another. Amen? Even though those things may need need to be talked about, but we have to find a way to talk about them that does not put our relationship in a strain. Amen? This is why we say 31 days to a fruitful marriage. We want our marriage to be productive, and we want it to bring forth fruit. Okay? So we're taking, we're going to make sure, well, what we're going to do right now, okay, because I said we're going to take a moment, right? What I want you to do, if your mate is with you, I want you to, to grab their hand. Take their hand. Take your mate's hand. Amen. Um, those areas that you know, just right off, that you know that you all have um, some concerns about or should have some concerns about, like being supportive of each other. Um, uh, the other thing I think it was, do you argue more than you not argue? Um, the regular prayer times um, where you pray not only with them but for them. Amen. All of those things that you all right now know that they can cause. And one of the, one of the words that, that you'll find that when we have those different areas in regards to the questions that I asked, um, when we're not being fruitful, then there could possibly be a break or some brokenness inside of the relationship, or also a breached place. A breached place means that there's a place where there was a failure to perform, to perform some promise or an act of obligation. That we can have a breach in our relationship because, you know, when there's this constant seemingly that a promise was, was made and that promise wasn't fulfilled, and in that area there's a breach. A breach, like I said, a failure to perform some promise or act or obligation, or opening, especially a gap inside of um, a formation or in, inside of a foundation, um, also, a definition for a breach is a personal or social separation. 
where, you know, there's a rupture, there's a break, there's a severance, there's a rift, or there's a, a, a falling out. Inside of our relationships, we have to make sure that we mend or we tend to those breaches. If there's something in a relationship that you promised or some type of obligation that you were supposed to fulfill inside of the relationship and you didn't, um, and it wasn't just one time happening, but it's happened more than one time. Y'all know what I'm talking about? And that thing causes a breach in a relationship that whenever we get to that place, we, we just have a blowout. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about, huh? You know, every time we touch that place, it's like we have a blowout. And sometimes you just say, I don't want to talk about it. But, some, but, I have, but we have to. Let's say it's the finances. Um, I, I know we need to talk about it. But then, see, there's a breach in there somewhere. But if, and if we talk about it, I know we're going to have a blowout. Those are the places that we want to become fruitful and we want to mend. Because if we don't, those are the places where people, they just let the, the, the breach get wider and wider and wider and wider till a ship can come through. And guess what? Oh, a ship will come through. And somebody's going to have enough. And then the next thing you know, we're talking, I don't, I, you know, I'm through. I'm through. I'm done. We don't want to come through the done through conversation. Amen. We want to repair, repair those breaches. And I'm telling you, the best person to help us to repair those breaches is the Holy Spirit. Because, see, he can go in and heal where nobody else can. That other, your mate may not be able to rectify or to fix what may have happened. But the Holy Spirit can come in and bring healing. Amen. So what I want you to do right now, you have your mate's hand. I just want you to just quietly pray. For each other. You don't have to pray it out loud. Your mate knows that you're holding their holding their your their hand, right? So you pray about what you believe inside of the questions that you believe that you all need to pray about for the relationship. Pray about it right now. Take a few moments. I want you all to pray. You, the other person don't have to know what you're praying. When you get home, I want you to tell the person what you prayed. But I believe that as you all touch right now, that there will be, there will be, you all will be able to discuss those things. Amen? You understand what I'm saying? If your mate is not here, agree with me. All right? I want you to take your hand and do this. Amen? And I want you to pray about what you know that you need to pray about. If you know there is a breach, if you know there's brokenness, if you know that there is a breaking that may have happened, not that y'all about to break up or nothing like that, but it's just that area that you know that y'all keep coming to, that you know you need healing in. I want you to take your hand if your mate isn't here, and I want you to pray about that and make sure you ask the Holy Spirit to give you the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding how to approach the situation. Amen? Amen? So you are ready to pray? Amen. I want you to pray with him. I'm going to go over here by Pastor Adam. I'm going to pray with him. Pastor Adam, you going to pray with me? Yes, indeed. I don't pray loud about the breach. Adam, come on. <laughs> I get over here, Adam, and say, Lord, help Ava to stab him. Don't do it. Amen. So, Tyrone, um, give us five minutes. You're getting on it for us, and when the five minutes is up, just give us a sound, all right? Amen. Pray for her.
my affection grew for her. Mm -hmm. I was, I've always been affectionate towards my wife, but it grew because I considered her in my prayer time. And that made a difference. I don't care how long you've been married, you can always improve. And so that, that in itself brought a blessing into our relationship. I prayed for her. Now, in praying for her, I just didn't pray for her. I made it word-based mm -hmm. in praying for her. One of the first things that I started, and I prayed like this, I started with her eyes of understanding. Mm -hmm. I said, Lord, May her eyes of understanding be enlightened. He said, you need to pray that for, you, for yourself too. I did. Mm -hmm. The eyes of her understanding be enlightened where our relationship is concerned. Incorporating your will for us as a couple. A married couple. You you got it. Mm -hmm. So I was I was to the point about what I was praying for with my for my wife and myself. Prayed the same prayer for me that my eyes of understanding be enlightened. You see that I might know how to love her like you love the church. Mm -hmm. Amen. Now, what was born out of that was a daily confession. Not to myself alone, but also to her. There's not a date that go by that I don't say to her at least four, five times a day, I love you. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, you know, she said, oh, boy, you, you know how to do it. Well, I'll be serious. You see, now, I didn't, this is the first time she hearing I, that, that's purposely. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, a man shall eat the fruit mm -hmm. of his lips. Mm -hmm. Amen. So I make it a point to tell her I love her. Now, what happened through that, we could be headed into the direction of a disagreement. Mm -hmm. And then I would find myself uh, getting into what I call a rage. Mm -hmm. Now, there have been times I just got in a rage, I, and she... In my voice, she can tell the difference in my voice, because and and because uh, I'll I'll say what, mm. and then I would catch myself. That's not the way. See, my heart would tell me, that's not the way. That's not the way. Whoa. Now now see, I'm headed into the area of messing up something. 
Amen. But now I'm slower at rage. If she says something and I beheaded that way and I look at her, it's man, I love her. <laughs> Amen. And so guess what? It backs that thing down. Backs it down. So I don't have that same attitude. I, 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 I cut that attitude off at the path. I cut it off. Boom. Amen. And then I, I, I force myself to think about the good things that she does for me. <laughs> Amen. And she deserves all of the consideration that I can give to her. Because when a woman have seven kids for one man, she's given him a lot. <laughs> and that's serious business. And it's not just the kids. It's the things she do. And I was so, about to say, could my badge of honor be more than seven kids? No, no, no. Okay. It's, it's more okay, than I'm that. Okay, I'm just messing it's more, that. It's more but than I am going But you see, <laughs> but you see here, here, here's, here's, here's what I've come to come to. To come to, I, mm. I love you for you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. But in considering you, I consider all you've done. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate it. But that. I love you for you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. And when you come to that place, you have you can't even imagine yourself with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I've come to a place that I can't even imagine myself. Or anyone else except Ava. But I pray for it now. I, and I pray, I pray in different areas. And, and then the second area that I go into, I said, Lord, may she be strengthened with might by your spirit in the inner man. Now, what happens when you pray for people? You cease to receive negative thoughts about them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even if you're in a negative situation, you, you fight that negative thought. And if you can fight the negative thought, you'll fight a negative attitude. Mm -hmm. Amen. Now I start to consider when she does a little something and it kind of rubs me the wrong way, now I consider, man... What has she been through today mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. has her so irritated? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm not so consumed with myself. Mm -hmm. What's she doing to me? Mm -hmm. Do she know who I am? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. You need to let, let all that stuff go. But you can't, I'm telling you, let it go. But it's not something you can just let go without putting yourself in a certain Mm -hmm. position in creating a certain atmosphere mm -hmm. in your mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Then, through praying for her and praying for myself that way, I come to realize that I have selfishness that I didn't know about. Or I didn't labor a certain act mm -hmm. or action as selfishness. And it was 
Actually, selfishness. You don't have any clue sometimes how selfish you are. You just don't have no clue about it until you start praying. I, I, I hear these people say, well, God always speaking to them about other people and mm -hmm. never them. I believe they're missing it. Mm -hmm. I've been in this 40 years and God talked to me, talked to me more about me than he does Ava. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where they, where they coming from. <laughs> you know, I would like him to talk to me about somebody else too, but he don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's something something about your life when you get a hunger to want to live right mm -hmm. if you want to live right you want to do right mm -hmm. and it's by everything and everybody and most of all the, the person you live with mm -hmm. you know you take a lot for granted but the person you live with, the person you're married to, mm -hmm. you just, some, for somehow you just believe they ought to understand. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you don't, you, you, you know, in your reaction, you don't understand. Mm -hmm. But you believe they ought to understand when you, you know, goofing up. But now, here's the third area. I said, I pray. See, I pray the word, pray the word. I say, May she be filled mm -hmm. with the full knowledge of your will mm -hmm. and all spiritual understanding. May she be filled with the full knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Amen. And then I saw her do something. And bless me because... I can see my prayers working. I know she wanted to snap my head off, but she said, ooh. <laughs> and, she, and she walks, she said, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. And I said, praise God. Uh -oh. <laughs> That's your prayers at work, huh? <laughs> That's my prayers at work. Now, I I may, see, I deserved that. Amen. Yeah. But she didn't give me what I deserved. She considered. And it was pressure on her, but she considered. And then we start now. Now you can see us considering mm -hmm. one another in the different situations that we get into. But I'm telling you, your spouse needs you to pray. Mm -hmm. But not just pray general, mm -hmm. a general prayer, but y'all need to pray specific prayers that they be filled with the full knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Mm -hmm. Amen. Now, I make it a point to talk only what I believe mm -hmm. when it comes to my wife. Mm -hmm. I talk only what I believe. When mm -hmm. I talk to you, I talk what I believe about her. Yeah, there are times she gets on my nerves. And there are times I get on her nerves. I know that. But I, see, but I can talk myself out of that. Mm -hmm. Out of what? Her getting on my nerves. See, I can talk myself out of that. 
<laughs> Amen. And then when then I start seeing her in a different light, it becomes the key. It becomes the key to uh, having harmony and peace in your relationship. Amen. I'm, I have to let y'all go, but I'm going to tell you. You see, the enemy fights that. Mm-hmm. Especially between the husband and the wife. Amen. You have to control your tongue when it comes to your wife, mm-hmm. your husband. You said, man, this dude don't do nothing. He's the laziest guy I've ever seen. Well, talk him out of it. <laughs> See, said, my husband is great. He's not lazy. He's diligent. Amen. And you, you don't see none of that. But we are the just. Mm-hmm. And we live by faith. Mm-hmm. So I call those things that be not. As though they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> say he loves me. Mm-hmm. My husband loves me. You got to say that. Mm-hmm. Now you got a lot of people, you know, say, man, I don't believe in all that stuff. It, well, you're not going to get. You're not going to have until you believe it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Men are so different from women. Women are so different from men. We don't think alike. See, you think one way, I think another way. She thinks one way, I think another way. And so sometimes that's a conflict. It causes conflict. Amen. That's what it does. It causes conflict. But if I can think in line with the Bible, I don't have to think in line with her. I can think in line with the Bible. The Word of God. See, I think in line with the Word of God. If I do that, then we'll actually come together. We'll meet somewhere and we'll come together and realize that we can have harmony and peace in this relationship. And then both of us begin to hunger for that. And then if we hunger for it, we'll fight for it. And I, you know, I won't be so quick to get angry. Amen. You know, sometimes women say, you consider everybody but me. And they're not lying. Then that line, and my wife, she never said, I never, I don't remember you telling me that. You ever felt like that? I don't remember. You don't remember? I mean, I, I don't remember feeling yeah. like that. So, I mean. But we have an unusual relationship. Ava have never gotten in the way of anything that I wanted to do. She always told me, go for it. She's been my support, especially with, especially in, in, in the things of the Lord. And, you know, uh, some women believe their husband too spiritual. Ava's never thought that of me. She's always allowed me the freedom to do what I believe God wanted me to do. Even when I wasn't a preacher. <laughs> Amen. And we both have been like that from the beginning. Hey, if that's what God wants. I remember when she wanted to give her life to Jesus. She went and gave her life to Jesus. And I remember telling her, well, that's for you. That's not for me. And she went and gave her life to the Lord. And then I'm looking at her. She don't see much difference. But then I look again. Man, she is different. Now I'm inquisitive. 
about being saved. It's in my heart to be saved. I don't know how, and I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I look at her, that's why I'm telling you people, all God's people all the time, that if your husband is weak, honey, please be strong. Mm-hmm. Don't, be, don't get weak with him. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> he ain't serving God. I ain't serving girl, girl, you serve God. Mm-hmm. Amen? No. So she went on and served, she went on and got her life all together. And I started looking at her. That's what I wanted. But her life helped me too. Amen. Now, when you look at it, when you look at me and her, her and I, rather, you, you would think, well, he must have got her saved because I talk the most. <laughs> but no, that wasn't like that. She received Christ before I did. <laughs> but if you listen at me talk, you thought you would think I did. And I brought her into this. No, she helped bring me into this. Amen? God bless you. I just want to say that to you. I can go on and on and on. Well, it well, is 10 right three, so you'll be cutting into your time. Oh, I can't do that. Y'all expect your head. All right. God bless you all. Next Sunday, all right? God bless you. I'm going to.